0: Hello and welcome to Another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Another Up Podcast. Episode 25, guys. Damn, it. Wow, quarters to 25. Yep. I can retire. 25. High quality content, even if our internet isn't so. Isn't that right, Dan?
0: <laughs> episode 25, 13 good episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, oh. that's not bad. <laughs> um, if I did my math right, that's a little less than half. More than half? More than half. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: little mass less than, than
1: half? half? <laughs> this hard. Well, we have two uh, two that we don't count, you know?
0: I think there's like <laughs> nine we don't count, to be very honest, Pete. Some, there's some pretty rough beginnings there. Um, uh, I, whenever people are asking about the pot, I always tell them to skip the first ten or so.
1: However, <laughs> what you guys shouldn't skip this week is the pre-show. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. I mean... Oof. Oof. It's let's, been a long pre-show. Let's just put pretty, it this way. Pretty we're pretty an hour good. in, and we no, all not. cried because it was so funny. Are we an hour into the recording <clears throat> of the pre-show? Oh, we we're, are. No, Pete, we're an hour and 29 minutes into the recording of the pre-show. Oh, that's our phone call. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, You're recording on Hour your
1: into the pre- Yep. I Let understand. me handle the numbers, Mike. <gasps> okay. Well. You're the pretty face. I'm the numbers. And the, the, then, uh, the four I of us are brought to face. you by. Dan's the one that welds <laughs> the truck together so we can fight the bad guys.
0: Okay. Is that Hannibal? Um. Yeah, I think
1: so. No, he's the one with the phone.
0: Stop interrupting me, Pete. First of all, second yes, of all, <laughs> first of all, this episode is brought to, Dan's laughing. Stop laughing, Dan. I guess I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm looking at Dan. Uh, this episode is brought to us by Total Boat. Total Boat makes epoxies and finishes. I actually don't know their their slogan. It's uh, it's uh, making solutions for craftsmen or something like that. It's uh, something I should probably have readily available like from, in front of me. From soft
1: but, to hard. No.
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, humongous thank you to uh, Total Boat. Um, like I've been saying, the best way to support us is to support our sponsors. We really do appreciate them. Uh, you know, I don't want to say going out on a limb, but going out on a limb and, and uh, giving us some support on this podcast. We really do appreciate it. They are great. They're great to the community. They have many great products that we all use and that we all stand behind. So we really just wanted to say thank you to them and that we really appreciate them. Pete. There's some other people we need to thank, too.
1: Oh <laughs> Wow, that we was need quite to the transition. <laughs> I'm sorry. Patrons. Dan, you can't interrupt every time you're wowed. <laughs> I,
0: I meant to do two fingers. <laughs> to the, to the finger.
1: This is sorry. how we're officially passing along all of our questions. Yeah, so like, finger guns. Oh, uh, that's what I would say. What about you, Dan? <laughs> Don't know. It's,
0: it's all smooth transitions from here on out.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of smooth transitions, I wanted to... Uh, well, no, that's there's no segue there. But uh, I wanted to shout out our sponsors on the Patreon, our patrons. So they help us out a lot. You guys are amazing. Uh, a lot of you have signed up this week, man. Mike, you you got a list? Uh, there you, actually, quite you the list. You want to hit Yeah, I'll mention the
0: list. I'll yeah. go through the list right now. This week we got seven new patrons. Just <laughs> insane. What? Um, I know. Uh, first we got Graydon Byma. We got Josh Sylvester. Uh, he's with. Making Joy uh, We have Thomas Holder With Foster Woodworks We have Nick With Stated Woods Co Nick's friend of ours uh, Andrew Lane With Lane Customs Creations Donald Starnes And Brian Thibodeau I apologize If I'm not saying Your name right But it's I believe it's Brian Thibodeau So Seven new Seven new patrons Blown away every time We literally text each other And like wow So we just really Appreciate well,
1: the support, no patron. <clears throat> yeah. yeah we really Appreciate you guys for those of you that didn't hear last week, or maybe you just missed a podcast, we have uh, two new exciting things. First is that we are uh, putting up the video every Wednesday for everyone, uh, not just the patrons. Yep. Uh, but the patrons get it Saturday night. So when the podcast drops for the patrons, you also got the video and you got the super hilarious. I hope I can't <laughs> stand, can't speak to all the episodes. Yeah. Pre-show, the pre-show was <laughs> fantastic. And of course, if you want, what I finally got, I've been at the $20 tier now for months and I finally got the Daniel Dunlap sticker. <laughs> it finally came in. I opened up the envelope and it was like the scene from, uh, what's that one movie? Raiders of the up Lost Ark? Yeah, it just like it melted my face. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> when the Nazi's skin gets burned off, that's what it was like. I don't know if you want to make that comparison. No, I was the one <laughs> I was keeping my eyes shut and oh, looking okay. away okay,
1: okay. because it was too bright. And I survived. I was I was worthy. I was worthy of the Dunlap (laughs) sticker.
2: Worthy of the Dunlap. That deserves
0: another sticker. I've been Dunlapped and I survived.
1: (laughs) I've I've gotten the full Daniel Dunlap experience. No, you
0: haven't. Mike (laughs) has. No, I did. That was amazing.
1: And the other really exciting thing is we are um, we are taking questions from the patrons for the pre-show. So if you're at the pre-show tier, you can ask real quick any I wanna you want to
0: read all the patron questions we got this week.
1: Yeah, let's read them. That's them. Okay. Back Thanks, to Mike. <laughs> cool. So yeah, we got a whopping zero questions this week. And guys, we're a resource. Use us. That's why we're here. <laughs> Ask some serious question, Like, how come Dan can't grow a beard? Or how do you guys handle Instagram <laughs> algorithms? Like, whatever it is, we will answer it as best as we can. Obviously, we're not going to bash anyone. We're, but we're going to give you the honest opinion on whatever we talk about. We talked actually about some good stuff uh, this week.
2: And I'll have you know, I've I've been told by two different guys today on TikTok that I am nowhere near a bro, and I shouldn't be given advice. So bring your questions. Hmm. What? (laughs) I haven't told you guys about that.
0: Dan is on
1: TikTok. uh...
2: TikTok trolls. They're my fave. Oh, man, TikTok trolls.
1: So thank you all for signing up. We hope to see more of you there. Mm. not That's fine. You know, we love all of you that are there, and we're going to continue providing awesome content for you guys.
0: Listen, the bottom line is – and we'll talk about it at the end but like we get it if you can't do the patron thing it's not even a big deal yeah. if you if you like the show just share the show that's the biggest like that's really huge like getting the word that out there out so it's much. like the biggest thing for the show so uh, or it's it's a huge thing for the show so we appreciate it and also you know with the, as these pay, as we're getting more patrons we're able to offer more things like in terms of merch we're able to be more flexible so we just we really do really appreciate the support so much. It's, it's really, it blows our mind, legitimately blows our mind. So we just really love it. So,
1: yeah. And there's a lot of really cool stuff coming down the line in the future. You know, we're throwing some ideas around. There was maybe, I don't know, the words like live and stream and (laughs) tossed around, (laughs) but only two of those are actually true. So (laughs) pick the ones you like and we'll see where that goes.
2: (laughs) That's stupid. Should we I uh, take no part in that? We have, um, no.
1: I got one more thing before you guys speak. Yeah. One more thing about Patreon, and that is, no, I already (laughs) did that twice. (laughs) Speaking of stickers, I want to give a shout out to StickerBeat for hooking us up with stickers for the show.
2: Yes, 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 yes. yes.
1: You guys are great. Thank you. So, hey, Mike, what's on your bench? What's on my bench? If you say coffee table, I'm going to lose it. Yo, it's coffee table.
2: You're not going to like uh, my answer. You're
0: not going to like my answer at all. Uh, yeah. So I've am I'm actually finished the coffee table last night. Well, no, that's not true. I need I'm, I ordered some... Um, they have a hardwood floor. So I'm going to do some like recessed, like le- f- leveling feet on the bottom of it. So because I, I doubt mm. their floor is going to be flat. So I'm going to do some recessed leveling f- feet. I'm adding that in just because I want it. To, I've got to wait for the finish to cure anyway. So it takes... I've got two more days for the, uh, the Odie's wood butter to dry. So I'm going to do – I'm going to recess some feet in there with the little lock nuts. Or the – not lock nuts, but the T-nuts that go into there. And anyway, they'll just be hidden. So they can ever – if they ever need to adjust anything, they can. But it's done basically, uh, which feels really great. And he's actually going to – he's like, hey, I'll come pick it up. I want to come see your shop. So And he's like a – he's a friend of mine. So um, that's going to be good. But big huge news is – I signed all the paperwork for the CNC today, which is super exciting. I'm really pumped on that. I have to get – I'm actually going to run to home, the Home Depot in the morning because we don't have a Menards. So I'm going to go to Home Depot and uh, – <laughs> That is unfortunate. Get, it's Watching really sad. Disguise. It's number one reason to get out of California. Um, <laughs> the – the uh, I need to get, start getting all the foundation stuff and I'm going to start building the actual deck for the flooring, uh, tomorrow. I should be able to knock that out pretty quick. So I'm going to knock that out and that'll help me kind of get the design because I'm not, I know where I want it, but I'm basically going to build as big of a thing as I, as big as a deck as I can in that spot and then start framing the walls around it. Cause I have to f- have five, five feet away from my fence and then there's all, all these other things. So I got to kind of make it just work and then figure it out from there. So I'm going to start on that tomorrow. And, um, and I'm really hoping to knock this shed out quick. I really don't think it'll go quick. But <laughs> next weekend, I know I've got uh, – what's up, Dan?
2: Can I, can I ask a question real
0: fast? Do you have to, like, get any permits? No, because mm-hmm. you only have to – I don't know about any other place. But here, the anything under 10 by 12, 120 square feet, you don't have to get a permit for. Okay, no. so um, I don't know how that is anywhere else, but uh, I imagine if I'm in California, it's probably much looser anywhere else. So um, <laughs> but um for my count, for it's my actually, count.
1: No, for me, it's 100.
0: Oh, You're really? 100.
1: And it has to be three feet away from neighbors on all sides.
0: Mine has to be five feet away from my fence line. Oh, damn. So, which we'll isn't a big deal. Pick. The spot is, uh I have a pretty good sized yard. So that it's not a huge deal. <laughs> More of where it's at is constrained by the fact that if I make it too big, it's going to Encroach on my sidewalk on my side yard. So, but ten by uh, eight by ten is is plenty big for what I need. It's a lot of space. I'll be able to fit all the stuff from the. uh, So basically, what's happening is I have two two car garages. The two car garage I'm in now with my shop, I moved into from my other two car garage uh, back in January February, and you guys know this, but maybe people listening don't. So I don't want to explain. So I, I have this two other two car garage. And it's um, where we store all of our seasonal goods, like all of our holiday stuff, all of our stuff that Jackson, my son, grows out of, any of that stuff. We kind of save stuff to give to family, friends or whatever. So we have those, Mm -hmm. you know, those big like metal husky racks from Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah, I have three of those in there. And then I have a couple smaller plastic racks and then a rack I made. Basically, an 8x10 will allow me to take all that stuff out of my other shop. And what's going to happen is I've got the insulation lined up and the plywood figured out. I'm going to be insulating everything in there. I'm putting up nice birch plywood around the entire thing and the lid. I'm running new electrical with my uncle because I got to get 60 more amps of service in there, which he's coming over tomorrow so we can figure it out. Yeah, the CNC needs 30 and the dust collector needs 30. I was going to pull off my existing line and add a 30 amp line in there because I have 20 amp service. I was going to add 30 amp service to that, but... I think it's just going to be easier to add another sub panel and have 60 amps in there to get service for both.
1: A random question. Are mm-hmm. you going to be using your DC for that shop as well? Or are you going to be running something else to that CNC? Because the CNC doesn't really make a whole ton of chips. Well,
0: that's the kind of thing that's up in the air right now. So I really don't want to use, for those who don't know, I, I got a P-Flux 3. It's sitting at Macbeth right now. And I haven't brought it to my house yet because I'm trying to wait till I get farther in the remodel. Um, I don't want to run that thing at all times when I'm running the CNC because it's huge and it's a 30 amp draw. It's going to be like crazy power bill. Talking with Laguna where I'm getting my CNC, they said I need 1250 CFM to run this thing. So it runs a four inch dust collection hose, but I I don't even know, I, I have to look into it, but I'm almost certain you can't even pull 1250 CFM through a four inch hose. So I need to look into that. I'm pretty sure the max on a four inch hose is like 900. So I'm kind of, I'm actually, I'm trying to do some research right now. I might buy a B-Flux, which is Laguna's small dust collector, which I think will get 750 or something like that. I need to ask some people if they're, who are familiar with a larger machine, if it'll be able to pull everything out of there. So that's what I'm looking at now is trying to figure out that. So if I can get, if I can get away with the B-Flux, which looks like one of those standard you know, it's like a canister top with a bag on the bottom kind of thing, which would be fine for the CNC. That's,
1: yeah, that's all you would really need.
0: Well, is it? Do you know that for I, sure? I
1: think. Listen, I, I mean, think so because I mean, think of it this way. Well, here's the other thing: you're you're not you're running a spindle in there. You're not running a router. Uh, for those of you that don't know, all so like the spindle would be what's usually commonly found on like nice CNCs. It doesn't have that blower at the bottom. You know where you're using a router and just throws the chips everywhere. This doesn't have that. It it they just sit. So that's why you really need good dust collection on there. That's the whole reason behind it.
0: Yeah. So, um, it's a 3 horsepower spindle.
1: I think it should be fine with a even a 700 CFM. I feel like that would be pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do some research on it because I really need to figure it out. Like I really yeah. need to get that I want it to be prima I want to be able to basically shut the door to the CNC side of the shop. Because my dust collector is going to live out there. Mm-hmm. My yeah. main dust collector, I'm going to pipe it through the wall so I can fire that thing up and not hear it. Um, it'll keep my so. shop quieter. Um, I basically want to be able to run the CNC and any dust collection for it independent and not have it affect me shooting content. I don't insulating want. Insulating the wall? Yeah, I'm insulating all the walls. Love I'm insulating all the walls. I'm putting up plywood and I'm insulating the ceiling and then the loft above it. I'm insulating. I'm pulling out all the carpet. I'm putting up sheetrock up there. You're getting and rid of the shag? it's so gross Dan so before <laughs> it's so be, there is carpet up there so before we got here they had some mouse or rat infestation up there and uh, it's disgusting like I'm gonna open up the window. there's a window in that loft I'm gonna actually open that window up I'm gonna park my the dump trailer on the side there and just empty everything out of there and then I'm gonna uh, spray everything with bleach and water air it out burn it down yeah yeah <laughs> just I'm gonna air it out down. and then I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put in carpet again because it'll help with. I'm basically trying to make a spot where I can record the show and do my voiceovers if I need to. So it'll it'll. I'm gonna have sound baffles in there and stuff and make it look pretty nice. So I'm gonna go drywall, carpeting, a little spot where I can actually conduct coffee, custom builds business. So um, that will be, cool. be nice. Um, and I want to have like a you know like a a, a couch with a fold out bed.
2: Um, for like-, like a like a black leather couch. Just <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Just random questions. Get any like extras on your show? You cast them there. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't
2: know what You're any checking. of this is about. Yeah. I-
0: so anyway, back to the. Uh, so my uncle's okay. coming over tomorrow. We're gonna figure out the electrical issue. We're gonna get the plan going for that. Once the electrical's in, I'm gonna be running more. I'm gonna be getting lighting in there again because there's no light. It's like super dark in there. Um, the CNC. I have two. I have three windows in that sh- in that garage. And I have no windows in the shop I work in. So I'm going to be able to put the CNC like right in between two of the windows. I'll be able to put a nice window AC unit in there. And I have my other AC unit. So I'll be able to like really climate control everything. Um, it's going to be nice. I'm really looking forward to all that. It's going to be like a huge improvement. And then, you know, you guys are coming
1: out? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Solid maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's. they're not coming out, that means. No, so, you know, it's going to be The really... plan is for us
1: to join you at some point. That's a big,
0: that seems like a big no, uh, based on the maybes and hey, the incredulous a thumbs 80. ups. <laughs> it's, a,
1: it's a real it's solid
0: a, maybe, it's a definite maybe,
1: it's a soft <laughs> no. no, solid maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, um, sounds like they're not coming out. Um, this is really a bummer to hear this on the show right now.
1: I'm gonna try to keep it together. No, <laughs> um, you, you don't have a what is it, Rumza? Rumza? <laughs> Runza, yeah, we don't have runs out here <laughs> or Menards. Where are we supposed to go do all the shopping? <laughs> I need mayo and two by fours. Don't ask me why.
0: <laughs> 55 <laughs> gallons of mayo and some bent two by fours. Um, uh. Yeah, so that's kind of my week. I'm um, just kind of putting a plan together. I have, I actually did a material takeoff for the shed already based on an eight by 10. I'm just doing an, a lean to roof. So I'm going to build one wall at, eight, at nine foot and one wall at eight foot. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just do the, the roofing joists across that and sheathe it up and stuff. So it's going oh, to be what about awesome. like
1: when you guys got heavy snowfall? Oh, wait.
0: Yeah, we mm. only get like snow three times a year. It's not even a big deal here. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of I'm week. in
1: a northeast where it's like you got to build a house if you want to shed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm going to be doing, uh, I mean, yeah, like the, the most we get like at the very most, like a half an inch. But I am I think I'm going to frame the whole thing out of two by threes other than the joists for the bottom and the top.
2: I, mean, I think I'm going to do two by threes though just because... The whole Mike, gonna be... Mike can make a shed out of construction paper and be fine, probably. Probably Why don't you just
1: make yeah. the whole thing out of walnut. Don't be a punk.
2: That'd be dumb, dude. <laughs> That'd be such a flex. Such <laughs> no a right. punk.
1: This is a bougie move.
2: <laughs> this is so
0: such a hard flex for no reason.
1: Well, actually, yeah. wait. Don't you have like a, a a whole ton of slabs and wood that's from the tree that came down a couple years ago?
0: Yeah, the cedar. I have all that cedar, but it's all small slabs. No, I'm no, not gonna no. make a shed out of slabs, Pete. That would
1: be. <laughs> that's small. what they used to do, Mike. Before Laguna was a thing, <laughs> what? <laughs> back when Grandpa had to make a shed, he cut down a tree. Uh, no, he's I mean, thinking of his
2: Lincoln logs. <laughs> Dude, just ignore
0: uh,
1: it. In, the longest no, one I Put, have, it, is they like, were called Putin logs back in my Put- country. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the
0: uh, the Dude. longest slab I have on those is five feet. I think it would be a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be rough. I'd be having butt in joints and stuff, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think to do walnut for the whole thing. Here's my Butcher uh, block butcher block squ- slab shed. <laughs> Here's my eighty square foot forty five thousand dollar shed. <laughs> so anyway, that's kinda what I got going on. I'm just um yeah, the C and C. The coffee table's wrapped. I've been kind of, oh I got strep throat. I've been pretty sick all week. I'm actually feeling good right now. Before the show started, I was uh, kind of worried I wasn't going to make it through the show, but I actually feel a lot better now. So I actually think it's That's just good. my antibiotics I'm taking. It just makes me feel like crud. So um, should I talk about Dan's house, or should we wait until Dan talks for me to talk about Dan's house? You can uh, you can pop it, in. Cut on Dan me.
1: off as he's talking. Yeah, pop, I'm yeah, I'm pop not pop a good talker,
2: you. so I need all the help I can get.
1: I don't talk good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let the guy with strep throat talk over you. That's fine. I'll uh, pop Mike, in can on you Dan. please pass it along to him the right way? Kissing. To- no. <laughs> you gotta, oh, you yeah. Got finger guns. Dan, what's on your bench? <laughs> I
2: hate this new thing. Oh. I need to brush my beard. What's Sorry. on my bench? um, You guys. What? So many things on my bench. It's ridiculous. I can't even keep track of all the things on my bench. All the thing. Um, desk shaped. All the one thing. <laughs> um, I'm still working on the walnut desk, okay? <clears throat> it's what? It's a. It's a big desk. Come on. Mike well, has seen it. To be it in fair, person. you're he not knows. working
1: on a desk. The it desk is really done. The you're desk itself well, is a side additions. The
2: desk is like an all encompassing, I can't say that word. It's Encom- a metaphor. It's encompassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very large thing. And uh, I actually have to make one more thing to get it all wrapped up before I can start sanding everything and finishing everything and getting it all done. And I'm doing that now, and I'm making the drawer boxes. These drawer boxes are enormous.
1: They're like in the 30s, right?
2: Yeah, they are. They are. I'm doing three drawer boxes in this carcass, and they are eight inches deep. They are 34 by 38. They're massive, and I had to like special order some 34 inch drawer slides, and they're still not that. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. So yeah, I'm working on the I'm working on the drawers right now. And aside from that, so like we we talked about it last week, but Mike Mike and Rusty came out here. We hooked up the dust collection, we piped the whole garage for dust collection. Um we got I want to say like 95% done. I'm waiting on some accessories, some blast gates, some flex PVC, uh some some hose clamps and stuff. And that stuff's all been slowly arriving. I think I got my second box today of uh, blast gates and fittings. And I got one more box I think is showing up tomorrow. And then once all that's here, I can start, I can start finishing up that. I, I, I feel pretty confident if I don't finish the dust collection, Rusty and Mike might come back to Nebraska and murder me. So <coughs> okay. I have to do that. I, I told
0: Dan, I will legit be pissed if you don't have this figured out quickly. <laughs> I did not fly out to Nebraska for you to not get your C- your D.C. done.
2: <laughs> but you had oh, a nice time
0: in Nebraska, right? I mean, we it was did it. pretty it was, nice. It was really fun, dude. We had a, It was a really good time. Dan took us to some great foods, places to eat, you know, got some good McDonald's, food. Burger King. It was great. We don't have those out here. It was so nice. It was exotic. No, the uh, <laughs> went to some good places. It was nice. We got good coffee every day. It was just a really good time. It was nice to just get away, I guess. Um, and I don't mind, like... I, it was like, a va- I mean, working in the shop, helping Dan. I mean, that's like a vacation for me. I mean, it was a good time. So I think, I, mean, I know Rusty's the same. He's kind of a workaholic like I am. Yeah, that's so what he said. We, yeah, uh, I was talking
1: to him too. And he was like, I don't have to answer emails. It's yeah, nice. It was nice. Thing.
0: I only got yelled at like four times on Friday from work. So <laughs> it was really nice. Um, n- less than usual. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, running about
2: 14% normal. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a great time. And then on the last day they were here. They talked me into putting an AC in my shop. Peer pressure works. It does <laughs> work. Day. That Oh, that is such a wonderful addition. Oh, my gosh. I went out there this morning because I accidentally left it on overnight, and it was cold out there. Like, I legitimately had to put on a sweater because I was like, oh, it's nippy." But, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's going to be a clip that haunts me probably. It's
0: going to be recorded for sure.
2: <laughs> And so, yeah, the, the, the AC has been a wonderful addition. And then just before we started recording the show, my brother was over here. We had to add some 220 outlets because I got some more big additions coming to the shop. Uh, first of all, on Tuesday, we're recording on, what is it today, Friday? Friday. Uh, on Tuesday, I have uh, an 8-inch helical head Laguna jointer showing up, and that takes 220. <laughs> It's this I think it's the same one Pete has. It is. Don't
1: you mean it's an 8.1? You got an 8.1, right? Yes, yes. 8. I got an 8.1. <laughs>
2: uh my bad. <laughs>
1: Always went up
2: and then uh, um, later we
1: later in the like, year Go ahead. Lose it. When you you're going to lose it when you get it. It's it, like you don't use your jointer right now because it's not a good I think winner. I'll
2: probably take it's my loaves of bread out there and flatten them just just to use the jointer.
1: Yeah, sure. Just the, how quiet it is, and how it just spins up. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I think in mid October, I'm getting a Laguna fourteen twelve BX bandsaw. Ooh, so you know, I gotta nice. get I gotta get prepared for all that, and nice. I'm gonna convert my Laguna. I got Laguna all the things. <laughs> so my dust collector now is a Laguna P-Flux one, and it comes it comes. Uh, Default as a 110. I think I'm going to convert that to 220. So, yeah, you are. Uh, my brother and I, we like I said, we wired up my shop for 220. And then my saw stop is also a 110. It's a, the PCS 175. Mm, excuse me. Um, I heard because Rusty told me that you could convert the 175 to the three horsepower motor. For fairly reasonable price, so
1: oh, so you're actually swapping a motor. You're not yeah. actually getting a yeah. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna. I'm. I think I'm gonna upgrade it to the three horsepower motor. So Dude, yeah. yeah, I've got a. I've got an email out to SawStop, and we'll see if they respond. So uh, that's gonna happen one way or another. So I, I, I'm preparing for the future. What about you,
1: Pete? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Like I'm waiting. Oh, uh, I had... Dude, it's been just wedding mode in this house, because it's, it's three weeks away. Hold on, uh, time out.
2: This is another Woodshop podcast, not another wedding podcast. <laughs> Are
0: you we working in the shop? weddings,
1: guys. The fall theme <laughs> is teal and barnwood uh, and Pinterest. <laughs> Dan's but we quitting have just, right now. Uh, we have... Heavily no, leaned into I'm going to go get a Pete's talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Don't listen to me. That's cool. That's fine. All right. Bye, Dan. All right. Welcome to the Mike and Pete show. Thank you for <laughs> subscribing. So we're, we, we're going full Pinterest mode. for like, well, I just made a bunch of barnwood signs. And this is actually really cool. So we got a, a whole bunch of barnwood floorboards. They're tongue and groove, old growth pine floorboards from like 50, 60 years ago. Is that the uh, stuff that you didn't want to joint? No, the nails? that's the beams. Oh, that's the beams. The beams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is actual like floorboards. For anyone that's actually like, you know, see, I'm recording my shop so I can do this. Welcome!
0: <laughs> oh, man, stuff this podcast. is so good on a podcast. <laughs> right? that. Yeah,
1: it looks great. <laughs> hey, some people watch this.
2: Did I
0: miss you a lot? Want to
1: see what I was holding in my hand, nope. you should definitely check out the video on YouTube. But yeah, so we, we actually got to use the wood from the barn. For the wedding itself, for all the signs and invitations. And we made this super fancy sign. I've been using this stuff called Aura Mask. It's like this blue vinyl you apply to a piece of wood, and then you CNC it, and you can spray paint it or whatever. And not only does it prevent tear out, it makes a really clean finish, but you can also spray paint it. Can and we peel talk it up. about that a little bit? Can when, we talk about it? Or?
0: Yeah, Aura or- Mask. I'm really yeah. interested in that product. Yeah. Does it bleed over yeah. at
2: all? Like, is there any bleed?
1: So. Very little, and also depends on the wood. Uh, when I use paint on these, and you know what? Screw it. For whoever's watching video, I'll show them. So, on the letters on this, it's like very minimal, like almost no bleed. And I see basically a wherever there was bleed, there was wherever we didn't apply the. Uh, yeah, we didn't apply. Yeah, a little bit there. Uh, we just didn't apply the aura mask like tight enough. So I used one of those like uh, it's kind of like a flexible little spatula spreader thing. Uh, that Total Boat sent me. That's really good for that. You want to get into every crevice. If you're carving flat wood, it's actually really good, but because this is barn wood, it's really rough, so you get a little more bleed on there. Mm, that Where makes sense. Where it really bleeds... Can you run it through so your like, drum sander? Yeah, but We're then you lose, to you lose the keep... character of the barn wood.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. I forget people like crappy-looking yeah. wood. I forgot my Ben.
1: Hey! <laughs> It's funny, someone was like, I really like the stain you used, and I'm like, like. that's not stain, that's 50 years of patina. (laughs) Patina. (laughs) I
0: forgot that's a desired trait.
1: Go on. the (laughs) other thing we're making, and I'm also going to do this for, so this I've been keeping, I I really hate keeping secrets on my Instagram, like, if I'm working on a project, I want to show really good
0: about secrets.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just complain about them all the time. So the other thing was we uh, CNC'd like, and I don't care because none of the people that are in a wedding party listen to my podcast. Thanks, friends. Uh, we CNC'd <laughs> these uh, hey, hangers, wait, wait, these wait. wooden hangers. Mike's in your wedding party? Yeah. I didn't even I'll get a freaking oh, invite. Ooh, you, you'll get the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Different so mic. I, I have way too many mic friends. But we CNC'd <laughs> with the aura mask, and it came out really clean. But the issue is uh, when we spray paint it black, it actually bled a little bit. So we've been dealing with that, Uh, but we found that. Have you used anything else
0: that works better? I need to know. No, yeah, that you can actually mask over the
1: top, carve. I mean, have you tried other items? Have you tried things? uh, I've tried blue tape, and just like I've seen people use blue tape, clear tape. This is hands down one of the best things I I use. I feel like blue
2: tape would tear real easy with uh, a spinning bit like that.
1: It, it actually that's does a pretty good wrong, job. That's where you're wrong, idiot. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it does a pretty good job. I don't know. I'm just warm guessing, mask, Because I don't it's either. vinyl, it really stretches into a I'm, lot. Like, if you have grooves and stuff. I'm really
0: legitimately in interested in this because it's something I got to figure Mike,
1: out. Mike, when you, when you get your CNC, you're getting a roll of this stuff. It's really good. And yeah, I'm, I'm definitely
0: going to try it. Yeah, I
1: can't imagine. It's a consumable. They're not going to make it overly priced. And at the very least, even if like if <sighs> I wasn't spraying any color inside it or whatever, I just needed a clean carving. I would use aura mask because mm. you're not getting any, sometimes when you carve a certain bit, especially as I get uh, duller or if you're using cheaper bits, you're getting a lot of fraying around the edges. When you use Ora right. aura mask, you don't because what's fraying is the blue tape and everything's getting cut clean. Mm. So it's your sacrificial piece. Basically. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's very yeah. thin, but it works really well. Yeah. Uh, so it's been that we've been making a ton of different signs. Uh, we got to make like wedding topper or the uh, cake toppers, we gotta make wedding favors, which I'm thinking maybe like some fun coasters or something with our like the date and a name carved into it. We're basically going all out and customizing everything because I'm like, I have a CNC. Why yeah, not? You have the
0: stuff. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's, sure do
1: it. let's make the most obnoxious signs. We have Oof. a we got a Are wedding plan planning. Be printing anything? Um, we're actually gonna the cake topper is gonna be three D printed. There it is. Good. I got you, buddy. We're also gonna do this really cool thing called a girl robot. Fade. A what? <laughs> <laughs> a little thing, which is you can take a photo and you can run it through a program. And oh, yeah. It tells I've the 3D that. printer how to how thick to print certain sections. So when you put a light behind it, you get a color. Oh, that's sick. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're going to be probably doing that for some uh, photos of our parents in their wedding. Is that free software? It's free online. Yeah. That's
0: dope. That's really Yeah. Cool. So
1: we're going to get real fancy with that. Uh, aside from that, I, uh, I'm getting a new tool in a shop, uh, and that's Dan's lathe. Oh, yeah. Pre- I forgot I did that. Certified pre-owned lathe. It's, it was great. <laughs> certified yeah, pre-owned. Certified pre-owned. <laughs> so since Dan got a pallet delivery with the P-Flux, uh, he had a pallet laying around. So I was like, you'll send me that lathe because you need more space. And he packed it up last minute, right before it was being picked up. <laughs> it gave me a scare there. But that Pete got picked up on what Thursday?
2: Yeah, no, it should Wednesday? be there on Monday, Thursday. I think.
1: Thursday, yeah, it's gonna be there Monday. So I learned a lot about freight shipping and picking up. You large should talk tools. about that
0: because I think actually two people asked me about talking about that, and i Let's not talk joking. about that
1: because two people wanted so, to know. No, and this is something. I mean, <laughs> let, let's be real. We've we have all looked at a tool on marketplace or somewhere else. Uh, maybe or not all of us but a lot of us we're <laughs> basically it's just kind of far and you're like well how am i gonna ship that 30%. to my house i got some ridiculous quotes one of the the most like reputable company uh was like old dominion which does a lot of freight shipping in the u.s mm-hmm. it was they wanted almost 1200 it was like 11.58 they're the biggest it. for a
0: reason <laughs> yeah take advantage of dumb dumb
1: <laughs> where you where shines. so this is a recommendation to everyone if you're ever looking for large freight shipping shipping something on a pallet or just moving across country whatever um look up uh basically their freight shipping brokers the site that i went was freight pro, uh freight pros i think that's what it was called and basically i i requested a quote and it was one of the sites that didn't give me a quote initially like right on their site but when i talked to the guy i told them what prices i got somewhere else actually i'll share i really don't care Um, so it was $400. I got a deal of $400 for shipping. Now it may seem kind of pricey for shipping something, but it's a 250 pound tool. The pallet was like 35 by like 28 and about 45 by 28, 45 by 28. Yeah. And like 36, 35 inches inches. That's what it was. Exactly. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. And it's big. They can't stack it. It takes up a whole section of their truck and it gets here in three days. So basically, he asked me what the price was, and I was like, the best price I got was like 450 He's He was like, well, what can we do to win your business? I'm like, I don't know. Like, the lower you can go, the better. He's like, how about $400? i am like, that's the third of what I got from someone else. So yes. That's um, great. And basically, yeah. So they shop around for you, which is really nice. So if you need to ship large tools, uh, I reached out to the community. Guys, I love you all, but you are useless. <laughs> Oh <laughs> no one gave me tips. <laughs> pew, 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 pew.
0: Unsubscribe, and, unsubscribe. Well, some unsubscribe. people <laughs> did
1: recommend some larger brands, but if you go directly through the brands, um, you're going to get boned. Go Boop. through a broker. They're going to help you out. Uh, they're, they shop around the best deals. So that was actually a really nice experience. It really made it easy. And I it was ordered pretty it easy at like 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday. And it was finalized before 6. And... Dan got like a confirmation call like ten a.m. next morning. Yep, for freight pickup. And he, That's pretty, he was there pretty
2: like at I want to say eleven thirty a.m. just before yeah. noon.
1: Liftgate service, all that. Liftgate service, yeah. He
2: was a, he was an interesting guy, but it, you know he did his job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm glad he. I going have a class A
0: license. I uh, <laughs> truck drivers are. I also Can't have a person. teardrop tattoo
1: on
2: my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was
0: an interesting problem um,
2: But the, the yes. lathe is on its way, and uh, I'm happy that it's going to go to uh, somebody who's going to use it. Um, I got that lathe from somebody, we'll somebody here in the Omaha area who just gave it to me. And I, it was one of those situations where I couldn't say no. I mean, it's a very nice lathe uh, with the base yeah. and the lathe itself. It's like a $1,200 lathe. So I was like, yeah, I'll take it and then I never got to use it and it's just taking up space. So send it to Pete.
1: And and I finally have the space for it. That's that's another thing I want to talk about. I know we're kind of running long on this. It's fine this in a shop, but It's fine. My shop layout is finally what I imagined it to be years ago. What I wanted it to be. This joiner has been such a blessing because it forced me to redo half of my shop. And actually, I've been just knocking out projects almost every single night. Because I have a flow in here. I have room. I can set stuff down. I can set up a cart for... We've been spray painting while I'm applying finish, uh, which I'm going to get to. Oh, I'm going to get to finish in a second. But it's just really nice to... And Dan, I feel like you you probably have the same feeling of like having a new shop layout. You have a completely different flow. Yeah. You're able to get certain things done a little better because you have certain things laid out. And when you get the better tools, that's going to be a whole different thing. So I actually have room for this lathe, even with all the tools that I have in the shop. And the last thing is, as far as finishing goes, I, for the first time ever on a large piece, not just a sample, have tried Odie's oil. Holy poop. Like, it is so, it is, I had to censor myself. It is so incredible. I finally get what Mike was talking about, and I hate to admit this, he was right. I know. (laughs) But, like, it's so good. I applied it, I, you know, I I, uh, applied it pretty finely, a little bit goes a long way. And within two hours, it was basically – it felt like it's been sitting for, like, a day. And I had to do no sanding, be- uh, you know, um, or after the coats. Like, with wipe-on poly, you usually got to do a little buffing. This, I just cleaned it off with a cloth, just kind of did a quick buffing, did the other side. Next day, it was done.
0: Yeah, it's not a, it's not a top coat. It's a penetrating oil. It's Yeah.
2: Is it's, that a durable finish?
1: So – You can go multiple coats. And I did have um, a wax – so, well, let me. Apply, but,
2: so yeah.
0: based on so, uh, it's a floor finish primarily. This is the answer. Though I'm going to give you their answer, and I'll give you the anecdotal answers I've heard over the, you know, six months I've been using it. So their answer is, it's a, it's primarily a for finishing floors. Um, so that you know, their claim, the fame on that is, hey, if it's for floors, it's going to be durable, right? In theory, but I think the problem people have with it is that they don't properly let it cure because it is a two to three day cure time. And then you can use it for cutting boards because it is food safe and it, it's a penetrating oil. So the water will bead and fall off of it. <clears throat> um, but you have to wait like two to three weeks for it to be safe for water to be go on it. So yeah. with that being said, <clears throat> I have heard stories of people saying that they've, Use that product for a long time, and they've sold stuff to a customer, and then like a year and a half later, it's not doing its job. Now I don't know what that means. I've just heard those kind of anecdotal stories, so I don't really, I don't know. I haven't experienced it myself, but here's are, my are thing we about negative with reviews. With like
1: food safe things, or no,
0: with like a like they built table? like a piece like a chair. I think was the real oh, problem. I got you. Like a high traffic item, but here's my problem with negative reviews. And people ask me, you know, what do you think about this tool? What do you think about that tool? For me, with anything, you need to kind of find the thing that you like to work with the most. Because if I get a good gu- – I love Laguna Tools, right? Um, if I get that tool, I'm not going to go leave a positive review on it, realistically. If I get my tool and it's busted, I'm for sure going to leave a bad review and scream from every platform that I have available to me that something's gone wrong with it. That's just kind of human nature. So – especially in woodworking, because things are so expensive, I find that people really uh, voice their anger when something goes wrong. Um, yeah. So I feel like the for every one bad review on something, there's tons of success stories and positive reviews, in my opinion, that just don't get mentioned. So, um, you know, you hear different – things about different products and different brands and different things. And I think you really have to take everything with a grain of salt. With that being said, I used a different product, uh, that I would say is in good competition with Odie's a while back on a piece I made. And, um, it's not holding up. I'm going to have to sand the thing down and, um, I'm going to go with Odie's on it because I feel – I know it's going to be more durable. I've used it now for – so I've only used Odie's for a few months. So I can't really be like, yeah, this does great for a lifetime because I just don't know. So this is kind of the stuff I've heard. But you can – like Pete said, after you buff it off and then a few days later, it feels like – I mean, you can hit it with your nails and you can hear that like – that tink, tink, tink You get with like a poly. Really? You can It does harden. You can feel that like it's got a good – durable finish to it it feels strong so i I was like
1: i even like i had it because i did one side of that uh countertop that i was making i made this like 24 by 35 inch countertop and the next day i flipped it over and it was sitting on i have this butcher block paper because i don't want to get you know schmutz or whatever and like i picked it up a couple hours later after i did the other side schmutz is a word and there was no there was no residue there was no stickiness which if you put a no. poly upside down on paper or some kind of top it would pick up every piece of dust because it would just kind of like it's still soft you know the next day so you need like a week to cure poly let's be real right I so mean poly, so poly is plastic
0: I'm, polyurethane yeah. is plastic you're putting plastic There's over a piece of wood with, with I mean so for me it's just I'm kind of tired of dealing with caustic or V high VOC items. Odie's yes. is not that there's other items as well that are out there. I really like, well, I won't go into anything, but I mean, I use Rubio Monocoat. I see why people love that product. It's it goes on super fast. I don't know that it's easier. I think Odie's is about as easy as it gets, to be honest. Um, um, then there's simple finish, which I've used in the past and really do like That's guy the, by the, uh, um, Maker brand, the modern maker guys, that stuff's – I have a thing of that stuff. I really like that stuff. That stuff goes on easy and that's – all these natural items, all these natural products, they'll all they all feel very similar and they're definitely based – they're definitely a wax and boiled linseed oil blend that's proprietary. Like all of them are the same thing, I think. Um, so I think if you're going with any of those natural – Brand. I mean, obviously if they, if they were here and I said that they'd probably punch me in the mouth, but I think you can use the products and you can tell that like, they're all very similar or based on very similar plants and extruded from those natural items. So you can smell citrus and odies. You can smell, there's definitely a ton of wax in it. And it's like, if you put a, um, you know, what's the wax you use in the shop? My brain is wiping paste Uh, wax. wax. Yeah. If you put a paste wax on something that hardens. You know yeah. that'll harden if you if you do it properly. It's I think it's similar to that. So, but
1: it's yeah.
2: more
0: durable. Like I
1: I have the uh, Howard's wax It all paste wax and right. it's it's basically it's all, all natural wax and it's you know we're but basically uh, another woodshop podcast is going all vegan. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> we're going vegan, guys. Yeah. So <laughs> I, actually, I, I the, used one of the things long. we're
2: giving away this this past week. The, the we already picked the winner. They're getting a nice yeah. wax from uh, Liberon. Liberon. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think that's where it's kind of headed. Like you want to be using low VHC stuff, stuff that isn't caustic, isn't poisonous. You can wipe on in a shop and not have to wear a respirator while you're doing it. Because I just let's be real. We want to keep the shop closed. And there's only the AC like in. there's only
0: like one poly product that I even enjoy using now. That's not true. I mean, but Armor Seal is it really for me? I mean, I just really like using Armor Seal um, and then water based polys, but those aren't really VOCs or. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Man, this really went into a tangent from Dan asking, is it durable? Sorry. But yeah, I think it's... That's um, a big
2: what's on your
1: bench. To answer your question, Dan, yes. Okay. It does feel durable. (laughs) It does feel durable. You don't know the longevity of it. Right. Right. I've I've never never used it.
2: And I've always like... So whenever I think about waxes, I think about candles, right? And I'm like, oh, how hard could that get, though? How How durable could that be? So... I get it.
1: Yeah. It... Yes, but it is – I mean, it's – it's the, the actual carcass of it is the wood. It's just sitting as like a thin film in there, you know? So, it should be pretty durable.
0: The other thing is no. – um, you know, well, my mind just wiped. I don't know what the other thing was.
1: Next. No. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh,
0: um,
1: tell you what. I'll tell you oh, what the update th- is because this is for a countertop in a kitchen. It, there's going to have pots on it, other cutting boards, other stuff. Hey, Siri, set a six-month reminder to update the guys on the finish in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> Here's the other thing, though, Dan. With the... Okay. You for th- to go day. back... She
1: got it. And <laughs> to,
0: like, re... I guess not apply. The reapplication, if you had to go b- back and reapply or restore the, pro- the piece, it's so easy with that product. It's minimal. I mean, it would be, like, minutes of work you'd have to do. So... I mean, you shouldn't, you wouldn't, you don't want that situation to come up ever. You don't ever want a customer to call you and be like, hey, it's been a year and this thing looks like garbage. So. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. That's that's a pretty, it's like, you know, people that actually care about their furniture when they get to like the furniture polish sprays, those aren't great, but they actually are trying to care for it. Yeah. Uh, Also, I apologize to anyone who's Siri I set off. Yeah. It's too late now. (laughs) Um, Should
0: we jump into questions? It's 50 minutes in.
2: Let's do that. (laughs)
0: Uh, This first one is from
3: Josh the Dad, J the D of the Big IG. Hey, guys, it's Josh the Dad. Yes, Josh the Dad, one of the Big IG, coming at you with this week's succulent sounds of words and questions out of this (laughs) mouth. Ugh, kind of like melted butter on hot toasted bread. Mm Mmm, good. (laughs) Now, I posed this question to another woodworking professional a while ago, and I'm curious what your professional opinion is on chisels. Now, I have a set of chisels probably from the Freight of Harbor or something, and and I I don't have good sharpening stones. So, they're not really great. But can I get a cheap set of chisels and with some really good sharpening stones and honing my skills? (laughs) Do you like that? Honing my skills? (laughs) Anyways, make those chisels a great set of chisels? Or do I have to break the bank and buy the expensive chisels? I'm just kind of curious. Hope you enjoy it. Can't wait to hear your answers and have a great weekend,
2: Dan. First of all, you can get any set of chisels sharp, like with 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 the proper like sharpening techniques. You can get them sharp, and they will be sharp enough to cut to cut your hair off your arm or whatever. What what the difference between a a cheap set of chisels and a high end set of chisels is how long they keep that edge if If you get a Boom. cheap set of harbor freight chisels, they'll be sharp, but they may not be as sharp as the ones you get from Lee Nielsen or Wood River or whatever so you know you're just gonna be sharpening more i like i bought a set of chisels uh I believe they're Narex i think I think they're from the Czech Republic you have Narex yeah Narx Narex, Narex. And yeah, whatever they're, they're, they're a great, it. like, middle-of-the-line chisel. Uh, they weren't too expensive. They weren't cheap. They hold a great edge. And they're easy to sharpen. And I got a I got a fairly reasonable price diamond stone off Amazon. Uh, I think I got a 600 grit, 1,200 grit if you flip it over. And it works great. It works great for me. <coughs> and Pete looks like he has something he wants to say. Hold on. Let me do the finger guns. Pete.
1: Thanks, Bud. Ah. So, I actually have uh, for those of you that don't have Menards in your area, uh, there is another store that is very similar, just much smaller. It's called Aldi. You guys ever hear of it? Yeah, I heard it. of it
0: when I was in Nebraska. Yeah. It's like dented cans and like uh, old I didn't tortillas. I did realize they had chisels.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but so someone this is news to me one time was like, "Hey, I found these chisels at a Harbor oh, at Aldi. They were great. I'm using them. I'm doing a giveaway." I entered and like I won. So I just got like, lucky and I got them and they're pretty dang good. Apparently they cost like $9 for the set. They're like work something or pro something. The combination of the words, you know, whatever. Just the buzzwords in woodworking. So they're they're fine. And we talk about pine is fine. Well, those are fine. They're going to do the job, but they're not going to last as long. Like Dan said, you're going to have to sharpen them a lot more. Then I have three chisels that are Probably older than I am that keep an edge like nobody's business because they're just they it's different steel. Uh, not only cheaper steel but just older stuff they just made this stuff from pure steel and it handled better or held a, an edge better. Uh, some of this cheaper new stuff does not there's it's a whole like composite mix of metals that they do to cut corners and unfortunately it needs to be sharpened more often as far as sharpening goes. I'm a big proponent of sandpaper, although I do have this uh, uh, sharpener now. It's like a slow speed water sharpener that I'm very excited to try out. I'll be doing that this week when I'm uh, restoring my hand plane. What about you, Mike?
0: Uh, I can't really clarify it much more about the steel. And the. Ch- I mean, if you're someone who is using chisels all the time, you want good chisels. And you don't want cheap chisels because you're going to be sharpening them all the time. And you're going to be spending your time sharpening more than you are using your chisels. Exactly. Um, You know, there's companies like um, Veritas that has like the PMV 11 steel that lasts forever. I just got a little apron plane from them and it's amazing. Um, I have a DMT diamond stone set for sharpening and I'm finding it to be limiting now. I'm having issues at higher grits with it. Um... It's really hard to hone and especially put a micro bevel on things. I'm having a harder time with it. So I'm probably going to switch over to wet stones. But I also – I don't like sharpening. I don't like the sharpening process. It's not enjoyable to me. I just want sharpening – I just want my my edges to be sharp. That's all I want. I don't want – I don't really – there's people that, like, love it, and it's, like, their whole th- – like, an art for them, and it's, like, this whole weekend yes. retreat. They fly out to the Bahamas and sharpen stuff. But the uh, – <laughs> but for me, I just – what I want is I want to get, like, a Tormek, and I want to get some good wet stones, and I really want a Tormek to, you know, uh, reform and reshape my edges, and then a wet stone to – I want to get over to wet stone because I am starting to have limitations with the diamond stones. They're just not getting – polished like I want them to so Um, that's I'm not like an expert on it at all that's kind of all I have about it so uh, get good steel if you're going to be using chisels a lot if you're going to be doing using chisels twice a year go Go as cheap as you humanly can yeah go to Aldi (laughs) so (laughs) Uh, and um, and
1: as far as I mean I know he asked about chisels but if you're doing planes you can get new blades you can actually buy blades you can have a mediocre plane get a better blade
0: Yes, you can do that.
1: All right. right. Next
0: one. This next one's from Adrian. Thank you, Adrian.
3: Hey, guys. It's Adrian here from Hickory Hempstead Creations. And I just wanted to ask another question this week. I have recently ran across some old chestnut in my barn. And so I was wondering, what would you guys do with 100 year old chestnut? All right. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great work.
2: Mike? I'm sorry. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh.
1: I'll speak louder. Uh, well, I just learned in a pre-show that apparently it is very hard to get and illegal to cut down now. Uh, so knowing that, I would probably build something... Well, even if it wasn't that rare, the fact that he it's 100 old... would make a cutting old, board. Shut your face. <laughs> um, no, I'd I want to make Throat something the that actually like... Well, this one's almost done. Bit. Perfect. Floop! <laughs> I'm definitely not build something that like, isn't going <laughs> to stand a test of time. You, I want to kind of like honor the wood. Like I got these beams that are hella old from the barn we're getting married at. And I want to, I want to make a, like a hand tool workbench, but like one that I'm going to take to my next shop. Not that I'm going to throw out in a, in a year. So I want to honor that piece in some way that kind of justifies its age. So make a nice piece of furniture, make something to really showcase the age of it. Um, well, Mike, what, what do you think?
0: I mean, I'd I'd want to turn it into like an heirloom for my family. Like something a piece of furniture that's gonna be in my family for a long time. Uh I don't know how I'd do something that would show its age, like make a cane out of it. I don't know what that means. But um <laughs> make a like, musket. But like Yeah, a musket. <laughs> a front loaded musket. <laughs> no, I I mean I would um I would try to make like a <laughs> like a, like a nice piece of furniture for now. house, like a console table or an end table or something like that with it. Um, if there was enough, but that's from what I, I don't know a whole lot about chestnut and I've never worked with it. I do know, like what Pete said, we were talking earlier that it's endangered. And, uh, it's the reason is because the sapwood is really susceptible to beetles. It's not very durable. And I believe it's actually a kind of softer wood in terms of hardwoods. And it, doesn't tool amazingly well and the only reason it's highly sought after is because not the only reason but one of the main reasons it's highly sought after is because it's so rare and hard to find um it's not a particularly great wood to work with from what i understand um but it's also you know it's hard to find so there's not a lot of you're not going to see a lot of like chestnut dressers dan
2: (laughs) well piggybacking (laughs) thank you for the finger guns. uh piggybacking off what mike said um I would try to sell it. I mean, if it's so yeah. hard to find and so sought after, I yeah, I'm sorry. Like, if, if there's a lot of sentimental value in, in a lot of family history, maybe keep it and, and try to make something out of it. But the businessman ma- in me says sell it, make some money, and, and move on to the next thing.
1: <laughs> sell it, buy some walnut.
2: There you go.
0: I mean, walnut, <laughs> from what I understand, works tools way better than chestnut. So, I mean, it depends yes. on what your sentimentality is. Um, Hey, you know what? It's pretty late in the show. We're halfway through our voicemails. Why don't we do the giveaway real quick? Oh, yes. We do that thing here. Let's do that dang thing. Oh, yeah. Should we clarify? I said in the pre-show, I had two people message me this week. They weren't aware that we're doing a weekly giveaway. Um,
1: Weekly. We are doing a weekly giveaway.
0: We're Yeah, we're 11 weeks in. Macbeth has been... 11 giveaways in. Right. Keep interrupting me. It's great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Macbeth has been great enough to sponsor our giveaway... Every week, for how many times, Pete? This is this fun. is week 11. <laughs>
1: 11.
0: <laughs> oh, I was, did I get you mid drink? Sorry, dude. <laughs> I was that's trying to tee you up. You, no. That's why you have the fingers. To we try. have Macbeth has a giveaway every week. They sponsor the giveaway. You give us the code word, and then you win that thing. <laughs> it's uh, that's what we're it's trying to It's pretty simple, you know, just trying to do community well, engagement. No, so. not
1: everyone. Don't right. – not <laughs> one everyone gives us wins. the yeah, – Yeah, one person yeah, wins. One
2: person that's, wins. Not know, everyone that's... gets
0: one. That's a very uh, non-sustainable structure if we gave it to everyone. <laughs> Good point, Daniel.
2: So uh, last week Spiel. was week 10 and we gave away uh, some Liberon wax polish, uh, black wax polish, 100-gram uh, quadruple steel wool and a 25-gram bar of beeswax. All from Liberon, and uh, that winner was Trevor Davies over at Madeira Design. Awesome. Congratulations! I nice. messaged him on the IG. He's already responded. He's super excited. He said he never wins anything. Oh my gosh! You can't believe it, <laughs> Trevor. You're welcome. <laughs> That's cool. this That's week. What you want. week eleven. Sponsored by Macbeth. Oh, we are giving away. Uh huh. Rubio Monaco, uh-huh. three hundred and fifty milliliters, and I'm told. Because I don't understand milliliters and metric. I'm told that's about 11 ounces. That's about Boom. the size of a beer. Jason Bent would be proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're this week we're giving away Rubio Monaco 350 milliliters. That is a $51 value. That's dope. Damn. So yeah. And this week's code phrase, the code phrase that you have to send us on IG in our DMs at another Woodshop Podcast. Slide or send it to us in an email at another Woodshop Podcast at gmail.com. We have a few. We have a few. <laughs> um we came up with one earlier and I've already forgotten it, but I've written down four others. Oh, well, it's
1: then. it's uh internet
2: it's internet corn.
1: <laughs> internet corn. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, an attack on me. I don't know what's me, going on. I feel like that's an attack on me. <laughs> Dan's internet has been cutting out this entire recording. Luckily, we record separately, so the <laughs> audio is still going to be fire. <laughs> That's so it. we are out of here.
2: The that was the, the, last the code one. phrase could be internet corn, but I got a few others, guys. Let's uh let's go over them. Let's workshop these a little bit. Okay. All right, all, right, all right. I I kind of like mayo and two by fours. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like Aldi chisels. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one's long, but I like it. Chestnut cutting board rack. <laughs> what? <laughs> or chestnut, chestnut musket.
0: Board. Chestnut musket. <laughs> Pete wasn't here for that. He had to go for his nineteenth bathroom trip. Uh, we.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'm throwing those out into the wild. I want you guys to uh, to pick them quickly oh. and don't waffle. Don't waffle. <laughs> I mean, I really like
0: internet corn. I'm really. No. <laughs> I knew you
1: guys wow. were gonna do it. All
2: right, this week's this week's yeah, code I mean, phrase, you mean, guys.
0: Could, it doesn't have to be. I mean, we
1: can do. Uh, we can do. Chestnut, I think should we stick with a the woodworking theme? Chestnut musket is.
2: Chestnut musket. I like what? it. I like mayo and two by fours though as well.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: that's a that's a Menard's reference. I, you know, <laughs> a Menard's I'm kind Menard's of Marshall. Reference. Mayo and two by fours. Dan gets to pick. It's his giveaway thing. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> This week's code <laughs> phrase, ladies and gentlemen, sponsored by Macbeth Hardwood, is Boom. Mayo and two by fours. Send that to us on our Instagram page at another woodshop podcast or email it to us at another woodshop podcast at gmail.com. Boom.
1: Not affiliated with Menards.
2: <laughs>
0: no. no. Mayo and two by fours. He's a brand ambassador. You
2: can't get a sponsor by them. <laughs> <laughs> All, right.
0: All right. What do got next? <laughs> Let's jump into this next question from Nick Paccia. Hey, guys. Nick from The
3: Working Grain. Um, I wanted to thank you again for answering my question last week about opening an online shop. Um, obviously, it's going to take me a little bit to build up some inventory. Pete knows all about that. Um, but I was just wondering this Still week plenty. if you had any advice on how to market towards clients uh, when you don't actually have like a physical catalog that they can scroll through
1: and, and see what you can produce. Thanks. Pete. Well, number one Let's thing go to is. you for the first time. Yeah, sex sells. Sex sells. What? That's your answer? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that doesn't work for you, depending on your uh, forte, uh, build hype around your your products. Uh, show off the process. Show off the stuff you're making. That's the best way to do it because the first clients you're gonna get is friends and family. And don't don't short don't short sell yourself. But so if you're gonna post it to Facebook, post it there, your personal account or your If you have a woodworking account on Instagram, if you're posting an app, get some hype around it. People are going to reach out. That's the best way to do it, especially if you show the process. Um, Mike, what about you? You sell a lot of uh, uh, pieces as well.
0: Not as much as Dan.
1: Well, you sell a lot of... Yeah, I sell those small trinkety stuff. Yeah, I sell a lot of the local small trinkety stuff. I mean... They're called tchotchkes. Mm -mm, Not in my (laughs) store. Um,
0: (laughs) No, I mean you know, it's what Pete said is accurate. You're going to sell to friends and family first, and you're just going to really hope for word of mouth. And it's not, it's not easy. And there's no single equation because every area is different. And there's a lot of factors, like how much money is there in the community? How's, you know, affluence in the community? There's a lot of things that really affect those things. So um, we talked about, we talk about this a lot, but when you're like trying to get into these kind of, if you're getting into sales, that means you're kind of, you're building a business. And if you're building a business, you're going to start wearing a bunch of different hats. And one of those things is marketing and sales and customer service. And you're just going to have to start developing your own style from that. You know, and there's, there's people that attack it different ways. For me, I try to keep all my content clean and kind of family friendly. And I do all these different things around me that kind of keep me as consumable as possible uh there's some guys that are successful that are less clean they're you know they'll 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 talk however they want in their content um but and if you're not making content if you're just not just if you're not making content and you're sharing your stuff on social media media very passively like hey this is what i made and you're throwing it up on Facebook. The things you can do is make your make your shots look really pretty, make them really look nice, really, really. And in, it's part of the sex sells thing Pete says. Unfortunately, yes, it does. Um, you know, it, <laughs> it you know, you don't really give it, it validation. Look, I know it's the worst. I feel bad right <laughs> now. Um, it's the it, you really want to present those things as nicely as possible, and also it leads into what Pete said about hyping it, and not like a fake sense of hype, but like a real like, hey, you know, this is a product, you know. Show your excitement about this thing you're doing. I think when people see that you're excited, that really – When you're excited about something, that really shines through in whatever presentation you have. If you have something that you're like, man, I just – I made this piece and I just love it. And I kind of feel like you're going to love it too. You should check it out. You know, that really, really is important in a lot of these things. So um, you're not going to make – I actually don't keep much inventory. (laughs) That's going to be changing because I'm going to be going to a different model with the CNC. I'm actually going to be keeping lots of inventory because I'm going to be batching stuff out. But currently I do batch out one item that I sell, but everything else is made to order. So, you know, it keeps your overhead low. I don't have like – I don't have the the huge rack that Pete has where I can just store – piles and piles of bo- of uh, cutting hey, boards on it. <laughs> it's all wedding gifts. Oh yeah, yeah, right. It's uh however you justify now. it, you have a problem. But the uh <laughs> You
1: pivot your business, you pivot from holiday no. sales to now it's wedding gifts.
0: <laughs> whatever season it is to make your uh, addiction uh fit is whatever you need it to be. No cutting <laughs> no. season. Right it's, <laughs> Yeah, so it's um there's different approaches and you just kind of need to figure yours out. It's just, there's no real like solid answer, but you need to just get stuff out there start making stuff for people. It's kind of the same dialogue we have all the time, right? You're going to have to go in pretty cheap at first, and then you're going to slowly raise your price up. And then you're going to get the word out there more through sales. And you're going to get people who are happy with your products. And then they're going to tell people, and then they're going to come to you. And it's just this long, it's not, it's just this long game you have to do. Sorry, I sound stuffed up. I'm pretty sick still. But um, it's just, um, it's just it's a. It's gonna take a while. It just takes a while before you have some sort of presence and before people even know that you do that. I mean, I've had friends that are they're like, "You're doing, you're doing woodworking. That's sweet." I'm like, "Yeah, two, you know, a few years now." Uh, <laughs> like no
1: crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like uh, you I didn't have know those that. too. It's yeah, like, it's like do what you the heck? me?
0: <laughs> so that, um, but that's not their fault or your fault. That's just kind of how things go. I mean, yeah. people need to. You don't. People don't know unless you tell them. Dan.
1: Also, it all depends on how I you mean. I meant Pete. Sorry. Media. <laughs> Dan, can you tell us how you keep stock of forty-foot uh, walnut tables?
2: I have a giant warehouse of. of, of <laughs>
0: no, I work out of my garage, but I have this giant warehouse full of
1: walnut desks. It's a, <laughs> a
2: fifty-thousand-square-foot warehouse where I keep <laughs> walnut desks unstuck. Um, no, it's a
0: racks of walnut
2: desks. I'm I'm, I'm not going to add anything to what these two just said. They they nailed it on the head. I, I'm just going to say, ditto, and and agree with everything they said you have to be your own hype man and it takes time and you you just gotta be excited and like mike said you, you gotta wear all these hats and and you you have to like build a repertoire and you have to sell yourself you don't have to just mm-hmm. sell the product you also have to sell yourself as a person people right. don't want to do business with somebody who's a d-bag they want to no. do business with somebody who they're going to like to be around and talk to
1: and engage with and get excited about the project. Yes. All that. Yeah.
2: So agree with everything they said and let's go move on. Let's go.
0: This next question is from Will. It's about woodworking. What is up fellas? (laughs) Will King here with fabled labs. I'm looking to take the next step on what I'd call flea to find. I've been working with a lot of that beautiful bird's eye pine But I think it's time for me to start getting into the hardwood game. I've been looking around town, looking for a good hardwood dealer, and there are none. It's all construction. Nobody does furniture-grade hardwoods. I found a couple things on Craigslist, uh, but I'd rather find something reliable. So my question to you guys is, what is a good online hardwood dealer? What is somewhere I can trust? What uh, experiences have you had, if any? If not, I totally understand. Um, But yeah, that's my question. I'm going to take this one because I have no experience and it'll go really fast. Um, <laughs> okay, I don't. Pete. I <laughs> <laughs> you did
2: that last week. <laughs> I uh,
0: I don't. I've never ordered uh, wood online. So I, I don't have any experience with it. So I can't really.
1: <gasps> Are you even a woodworker? I know,
0: right. Um, I do know of Black Forest Sawmill and I've heard good things about them. That's the only input I have, but I've never personally. Use them. So I'm going to pass it on
2: to Dan. I've, ne- I've never. Or- <laughs> oh my God. With the <laughs> finger guns. Um, I've never ordered wood online either. Um I find it hard to believe that you can't find any sort of lumber yard. If you live anywhere near some sort of metropolitan area. There has to be something out there. You just got to. You just got to use the right keywords. Uh even even here in BFE, Nebraska, I can I can find five or six lumber yards where I can go and, and get good quality wood. And I'm not just talking about somewhere here in Metropolitan, Omaha. There's there's places within a two or three hour drive from here. Sometimes you have to make the drive. But I've never I've never I've never ordered online, so I really have nothing to add. I'm so sorry, Pete.
1: Okay, so as far as ordering wood online, there's plenty of places where you can't really readily get wood easily in, um, in the area you're in. So Rockler, and I believe Woodcraft, but definitely Rockler, I'm not sure about Woodcraft, sell wood online. Uh, our friends over at Bear Hollow Supply, Mike, maybe you can speak to that. I think they, they sell some stuff online, right, but it's limited stock?
0: Yeah, he's got uh, four-quarter red oak, walnut, and maple in stock that he'll ship to you.
1: Which is not a bad choice. It's no, it's something. If you're looking woods. for that, that might be a good option. I have personally used Black Forest Sawmill. This is not a pitch for them. I absolutely love the guys that run it. I, th- I believe it's a family-run business. Uh, I've, I haven't personally seen their operation, but I've just seen a lot of the behind-the-scenes from working with them over the years. Uh, they heavily use USPS flat rate boxes. Basically, they will, if you're if you do a lot of wood turning. They will fill a box with wood turning blanks um, for fairly cheap. Like I've gotten a a that like $20 box for like $30 all of it filled with walnut offcuts for turning on a lathe. So I think that's a pretty good deal. Um, unfortunately, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but Amazon sells wood. Oh my goodness. Yes. That is a thing. I researched it in the pre-show. I forgot to tell you guys. It you can actually buy wood on Amazon. Um, here's my recommendations don't don't do it because none of us have actually tried it there's good reviews there but i don't trust it uh black force sawmill you can actually talk to somebody that is running the sawmill like they it's the people that are actually there i've also used uh if you're looking for some more exotic or like burls for example one brand that i used uh there on instagram it's worldwide burl they have a pretty good selection. I got that crazy cookie with the hole in the middle from there. So I got some really nice braille pieces. I, I want to speak positively. The wood was really nice quality. The purchasing experience was a little rough, mainly because they were just simply not set up for it. It's basically done over uh, Instagram DM. Uh, so that's one option. Uh, again, good quality wood. I don't know how their their sale experience is right now, but there is a couple different options. Check out Black Forest. Do some googling. Uh, I'm going to reference this again because I do it almost like every other show. Shannon Rogers did an episode on ordering wood online on his podcast too. Free pitch for him. Uh, so lumber industry update. He I'm talks sure he'll about it. Thank well. us for that. No, he won't. But that's <laughs> fine. But I, I want to give him a free pitch because he's actually a good resource on it. He's talked about it. He's done a whole episode on mail order wood. Not he's, bad. He's I was a, thinking, uh, brat. I mean, that's, that's what <laughs> I was waiting right? for I mean, you guys to say it. <laughs> um, so that's that's end of my whole mail order wood rant. <laughs> I don't well, know if
2: it was a rant, but okay. No, I think yeah. it was. Uh,
1: uh, I've ordered wood online. I have done it. I've ordered wood <laughs> like, like we're. I've done you it. Not. <laughs> I found it online. Depending on what you're getting, like I was making charcuterie boards, and they were sending me walnut and cedar cheaper than what I could get at the lumberyard here. So yeah, I'm gonna do it.
0: Cedar for charcuterie boards. Mm.
1: Charcuterie boards. Yeah, but if you're just doing serving trays for charcuterie, it's perfect. For cutting boards, hell no. I would never use cedar in a board. I'm an expert. In my
0: opinion. (laughs) 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 What was that face? I I got my my mustache. Is like living in my mouth. I need to go to the barber so bad. Uh,
1: yeah. Quick update to everyone that's listening. Mike needs to see the barber. I need to see the barber. Bad. Bad. Yeah. Mike bad. He got
0: big beard. He keeps combing um,
1: it and it's not getting better. It's not. It just gets worse.
0: <laughs> um, hey, we're deep into this episode. Should we One
1: written in question, you're right.
0: Okay. <laughs> Go for it, Pete. You ask well, it. No, you pick one. You then read it. Pick one. No, you then read you it, it and answer it, oh. and me and Dan will just shake our head like "No, I like that. Seriously, pick uh, a question. Like it. Do it.
1: Well, I'm going to ask this one because it's the most recent one, and I'm actually curious to see, hear what you guys say. It's from Mark Adams. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole question, but uh, he's built a large wood table at doors, uh about three years ago. He wants to seal it, and he's in Colorado. Um, so it's very dry heat. Mike, you're kind of in a similar-ish area, but I kind of want to make this a broader question and basically ask, how do you guys handle outdoor finishes? Because the only experience I've had was some minimal stuff. I've tried to use cedar, and I basically just use like deck finish because I was too lazy to research it. So I'm going to shoot it over to Mike.
0: I mean, I don't have a lot of experience with it, but I would... I mean, I've used in the past for, like, uh, cornhole boards and a couple of pieces I made for outside, uh, spar urethane. Also, you want something that has a UV inhibitor in it. And I know Mm -hmm. that polycrylic has that in it as well. Uh, I know our sponsor has Halcyon, which is a great product. Um, I wish I knew more about Gleam. I believe Gleam is an exterior product, but I could be wrong. Pete, look that up while I'm talking, please.
2: Um, How come you didn't ask me?
0: You gonna look it up? No, I'm not. On your internet corn. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, basically, you want something with the. What happens with a finish is sun is the the hardest thing on it. That's the thing that's going to tear it apart the most of the sun. It's the UV rays. They degrade the finish. They um, they discolor it. But worse than the discoloration is it actually breaks down the finish. Yes. And what's up?
1: Oh, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I just want nope. to speak next. What's up? But uh, so here's one thing. We And this is not an ad for our sponsor, but.
0: Well, I mean, they're our sponsor. They're, What's the spot.
1: The, yeah. They're Total P- Boat. Yeah. Like not like pitching it because they're a sponsor, but Total Boat. They're coming from the boat world. And. Uh, Are
0: boats in the sun a lot?
1: Yes. <laughs> and the water. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> and uh, here's another fun fact. Uh, Emma, my fiancee slash yes. daughter. Yep. Oh, don't
0: word it like that. I, I see, love it. You guys, that you guys said it. <laughs> That's
1: really, it's good as a joke, but
0: when you tie it together <laughs> so tightly, it's really it's so uncomfortable. Dark. It's so dark. So
1: <laughs> dark. But uh, her dad actually is a boat broker. He sells sailboats. That's hard to sail, say. So he, he sells
0: sailboats down by the, by the seashore. seashore.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it, you know, they use a lot of like uh, Jamestown Distributors products, Total Boat. Actually, I told him, like, oh, I work with Total Boat. He's like, I don't know what that is. I said Jamestown Distributors. He's like, oh, yeah, I know those guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, yeah, same company, different brand. But they know this stuff about sun exposure, water damage, all that stuff. The stuff that they make, like these epoxy products, do a really good job. And as far urethane, the varnishes, it's a good choice to go with for outdoors because this is meant to be in the worst environments. That's all I really got. Did you look up uh, Gleam? I uh, was trying to. And it looks what does like that it's a mean I was varnish. trying to? It's, one it's a, a Spar Varnish. How should it be to Google that? <laughs> it's a Marine Spar Varnish by Total Boat. Gleam. Boom.
0: It's a Spar Varnish?
1: Yeah. It's a Spar Varnish. Okay, so then it's yeah. got
0: the UV inhibitor. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, so it, anyway, yeah, that, that would be a good product. I know that they just came out with the Gleam Satin. I don't think you have – it's not glossy anymore. Uh, but anyway, those are – I actually do yeah, want to try satin. the Gleam. Yeah, they, I do yeah. want to try the Gleam Satin. And it's
1: Gleam 2.0 now. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just so you know.
0: <laughs> Please um keep not letting me say what I'm gonna say. It's really You're not I'm talking. done talking. I'm flipping it over. <laughs> no <laughs> No um
2: Yeah. Anything with a spar. Dan, take it over. Yeah. Seriously. I've always used spar urethane, but I'm looking <clears throat> I I I was actually looking up Gleam as well while we were talking and I'm really thinking about switching to Gleam. Well I mean I I'm not just saying do. that I'm not just saying that because they're our sponsor, <laughs> but this looks like a good product.
0: I am telling you that I'm saying it because they're our sponsor. I like Total Boat a lot. They're a good company and there are products I've used in the past, but if their product works, I'm going to use it because I like them. Like I don't work with the other brands. So I don't mind saying it. I work with those guys. So I want to, I want to try, I've been wanting to try that Gleam Satin for a while. I actually have an inquiry in my inbox for a uh, bench. A local company wants to make one of their employees that's retiring and they, they want it out of redwood and I think Gleam would be amazing on it. So yeah. um getting tired of working with redwood, I'll tell you that right now. But it's uh <laughs> but you know, it's a good product for outdoors. It's rot resistant naturally, and yeah. if you have a product over it that's gonna keep it protected and will last in the sun, you're gonna have you, something that looks great.
1: You can't go wrong with marine finishes. Nope.
2: But here here's the thing, here's yeah. here's something I wanted to say. Um it doesn't matter what product you use, over time, mother nature always wins. Yeah. Right. Always. <clears throat> yeah. There's nothing out there that, that can protect uh, uh a piece outside indefinitely. Mother right. Nature oh, yeah. always wins.
0: Even inside. You look at pieces of furniture that are 70, 80 years old, they've been inside the whole time. That's just from people, you know, putting their butts on chairs or whatever for right. seven years. The things are gonna get worn out. It just butts happens. always going, win. Butts, butts always win. Always <laughs> win. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> butts drive me nuts.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: No, it's um, show title. It's, Uh <laughs> show. <laughs> No, it's it's exactly what Dan said. You're always gonna have to go back and refurbish, refinish, do something. Nothing's gonna ever go on there, and it's gonna last forever.
1: Yep. And speaking of Colorado, again, not to pitch their podcast again, but uh, Mark Spagnola literally did a thing about refinishing an outdoor table, and he lives in Colorado now, and he talks about all this. So uh, you can check out his video. He's got a lot of good info in there. Yes, but he, he had to, to refinish done. it.
2: Well, Pete, you, you do it. the show notes. You should put a link to that video in the show notes. Yep.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm going to link to it. Oh, trust me. <laughs> don't you worry, Big D. <laughs> oh, don't you worry about it. <laughs> Medium D. <laughs> pew,
2: pew, pew. <laughs> this is so <laughs> dope.
0: This show has really, really turned to trash. Two um, hours. <laughs> you guys want to wrap this thing up?
2: Yeah. After yeah, that, sure. yeah.
0: Yeah, please. Anything. <laughs> anything but this. Um, huge thanks to our sponsor. I know we just talked about them, but. Uh, that was unintentional and organic. So we just really appreciate it. total Boot. Thank you to them for uh, being a sponsor. Thank you to our patrons for all their support. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who shares the show. That's really a great way to get the show out there. Getting be new sure. listeners is a big, big deal. Really important to us. Um, the show's growing and we're so glad to ha- be, be a part of this thing. It's so cool, man. We really want to have it be like a community thing. We'd like to, uh, have interaction with everyone who listens it's just so cool so don't forget to give us those five star ratings uh also you know we didn't get a whole lot of questions this week
2: and well, it was that's p- on us
0: but that's yeah we didn't really do any calls for it but this week we need some questions we want to have another uh all question episode board. what's up pete something to say. I
1: <laughs> oh do i oh, i was looking my lips that's oh I'm <laughs> <laughs> i said smorgasbord no, uh, uh, well, since it. i'm speaking now I, we want to hear what do you guys what you guys think of like less questions and us kind of talking about it. I mean it just kind of happened because we didn't get as many questions, but we kind of laid deep more deeply into what we do in a shop. It so. was nice.
0: I liked it me, but That's I'm not I'm think. not it doesn't matter what I like. It matters what people who are listening likes. So Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, not not you guys. I don't care about you. Right. I, I want to hear from the people.
2: I know you don't <laughs> care about me. What else we got?
1: Well, make sure to leave us a voicemail if uh, you don't want to record it. Record your velvety voice on your iPhone or Android phone if, you know, if you use an Android. Uh, if you want to call Shame. up, use 754-2255-297 or call AWP. Make sure to check out the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, best way to find it is to search it because we still don't have a custom domain for it. Uh, and also, of course, check all of us out on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, if you're into that, and TikTok. Because we're huge on TikTok. Well, they are. I'm <laughs> working on it.
2: No, I'm huge on TikTok. I have a I have a 1.4 million view video. Wow.
1: You really do. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> what did you just drop? You just dropped whatever you had in your hand. <laughs> well,
2: it was supposed to be a mic, but it was a pen, really. <laughs> <laughs>
1: pen drop. <laughs>
2: All right. Let's call this thing. You know All what? All
0: right. Yep. Wrap it up. I love you. You're the best. You smell look, great. We love you. You look great. Are you talking to me I or Pete? You- I don't know.
1: Just talking to the podcast.
0: The antibiotics are really doing a number on me. I you don't know. You guys what's and gals
1: right <laughs> smell great over this podcast.
0: Okay, love you long time. Bye.
1: Love you bye. Love you long time. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store?